Welcome, Daddios, to the Indie Dads Podcast, where all dads in Central Indiana come to become stronger and better dads. We're going to pump iron mentally and learn about ourselves and about our community. So let's get in to this week's show. Today, we're going to talk about something that's very important because it's October. It's fall, and what is one of the most fun, enjoyable things to do? No, it's not football. Are you crazy? Just kidding. It is. But what it is is pumpkin patches and corn mazes. These two go hand in hand. They're usually together. In fact, I got married at a pumpkin patch corn maze. There's just a few things that I want to go over these pumpkin patches. If you've never been or if you're looking for a new one, or if you had a bad experience, what I want to let you know is not all pumpkin patches are the same. They're very different. And I encourage you to do a little bit of research. I'm not going to go through every single one, but I will post a lot of local ones in the show notes so you have kind of an idea of ones that may be around you. Usually, going to one nearest to you is probably the best idea. But it's not always. The one closest to me is just pumpkins. You just go pick a pumpkin. You can They have ones pre-picked and ones you can go out and pick. And there's no fluff. There's no crazy other things going on. You're just going to get the pumpkin. Some people love that aspect and love the simplicity of that. Others want the feel of an event, a amusement park, a fair, or a carnival. They want that experience, and I don't blame you for that. That makes sense, and we've gone to other pumpkin patches that have been that way. You can pick a pumpkin, but you can also paint the pumpkin, carve the pumpkin, go on a pumpkin slide, go on a pumpkin hayride, go to the pumpkin maze. There's so many different things you can do, and that's fun too. But warning, you're going to pay a premium for that. Pumpkin patches only go on for usually a couple months. You know, September, October, maybe they go into August, maybe they go into November, but they really kind of stop at that point. So if you have a business only running for about three months, you got to capitalize on that whenever you can. And so these places do charge a lot, some more than others, some the value is better than others. But just be aware of that if you've never gone to any before. You're going to have to open the pocket book. You're going to have to open it just to get the pumpkin. You're like, we'll just go buy the pumpkin. I'll spend a little bit. And then you get there and your kid wants to go down the slide, wants to ride the train, wants to go through the corn maze, wants to do all these other little things. And let's face it, we're dads. We're big softies. We're going to be like, okay, you know, what's a little bit more money on the credit card, right? For my child's happiness. Well, just know that that is part of it. So research. Look around to what yours nearby one is or what other ones you like. Because there are so many to choose from. North, east, west, south of Indy. They're all around. And so you have a lot of different options. Just so you know, there are some haunted house ones. (laughs) So be careful. Usually those ones don't go (laughs) until nighttime. But just know, don't go to those ones if you have little kids. (laughs) Watch out. You don't want to make that mistake and just ruin Halloween for your kids forever. 
But there are some tips when you go to these places. First, you know, understand that these places aren't normal businesses. So they may need cash. A lot of them nowadays can take card, but be ready with cash because you don't know what you're going to need. Also, you're going to know that it's probably going to be chilly in the morning if you go. In the afternoon, it might be warm. So just kind of be prepared to have jackets, to take them off, have a, a wagon or a stroller, something to help carry those or the pumpkins as well. Because carrying a pumpkin is heavy. You don't want to be carrying a pumpkin around if you're going to one of these places that have lots of things to do. Bring hand sanitizer where you go. Remember, all these people are touching these pumpkins, not just your kids, or they're touching all the events and games. So bring hand sanitizer just so you can be safe. You know, I know COVID's still around, and it's still like something we need to worry about, even though everyone's not acting as much worried acting as worried as they did before we still need to worry about it and still safe safe bet also be careful in the parking lots a lot of these places you're parking on grass you're parking in what's not really a parking lot it's just a field and so it's not really regulated very well at some of these places so some people may be going faster so you may get stuck you know it could be muddy or something like that. So just be prepared to know that you're going into a field, even if you're not actually driving into the field, you're going to be parking on open grass area probably. And don't be afraid to bring your own snacks. One thing where these guys get you is you get there and you're just there to pick a pumpkin. You spend a couple hours there doing all these other things. You get hungry, so you order some food there that's, you know, probably be a little bit overpriced bring snacks bring you know things you can munch on so you don't have to eat there unless you really want to if you want that experience you can do that that's fine but just be prepared with snacks because they'll let you bring in snacks they'll let you bring in all this other stuff they're not going to stop you this is really an open field you can bring drinks snacks all that stuff you can bring in but they're going to have stuff for their there you can buy food wise at a lot of these places as well. And of course, the important tips, how to pick out a good pumpkin, right? So one, avoid pumpkins with spots or cuts. Those ones are going to rot out faster. So you want a pumpkin that's all orange and that really is what you're looking for. None of the, Nothing that with discoloration or like already has cuts or been dropped in some way before. Also check the stem. The stem shows how good the pumpkin is. If the stem is brittle and breaks off when you pick it up, that's not going to be a good pumpkin. The stem on the pumpkin really shows how strong the pumpkin is as well. Of course, check the color. You want it to be an orange color. That color you pick, that color you get, is going to be what the color it ends up being. Because if you're going to make a jack-o'-lantern with it, that's what's going to be, of course. But anything you do with a pumpkin... It's going to stay that way because it's going to cut off the vine and so it's not going to grow any longer. And avoid ones that look like they've been frostbitten. To see that is there's going to be discoloration around the stem that's not going to match the rest of the, the pumpkin. So kind of watch out for that. The stem is very important, of course, in pumpkins. <laughs> we all know that. We're pumpkin experts, of course, right? <laughs> Just kidding. 
We're learning as we go. And don't be afraid to pick pumpkins that look a little different. It doesn't have to be perfectly round or the perfect size. You can ha Pumpkins grow in all different kind of ways. And don't be afraid to pick one that's just more fun or rounded in a different way, flattened, or looks like a football. You can create all these different things with it, depending, of course, if you're going to make a jack-o'-lantern, if you're going to paint it, or if you're just using it as a decoration. Don't be afraid to pick up these weird ones. They're still healthy. They still do everything you need them to do, but they look a little different, and it can provide more fun in that way. And, of course, don't ever carry a pumpkin by the stem. That's really the weakest place. Yeah, that's where the strength you test it with. But if you carry it by that, it's easy to lose your grip on it and drop it and break it. So carry it by the bottom or put it in a basket or wagon or something else. Don't be a, don't be a fool and grab it by the stem. Been there, done that. Don't make your kid cry because you busted their pumpkin. Time for what's going on in your neighborhood. <laughs> We're this is the segment where we talk about the things that are happening this week that you could be enjoying as a family or as a date night or as a manly man thing <laughs> or as a man date with your with your fellows. So this week, some things that have already started that we may have missed, of course, harvest nights at Newfields, the it's just a kind of a fun, loving, similar to the pumpkin patches, but not an actual pumpkin patch. More about the decorations and arts involved in the fall season. You got Zoo Boo at the Indianapolis Zoo. You can go, you can trick or treat. They have a nice little setup there. Sometimes they have music where you can go around the, the zoo, trick or treat, and, you know, have some fun in their little Halloween village. You got the haunted house at the Children's Museum, a children-based haunted house. So if you love haunted houses, this is a great way to get your kids to love it as well. Some other things coming up, specific date things. We have Rent is playing at the Civic Theater. So if you love musicals, that might be a good thing. If your kid is into musicals, it does start at 7, maybe a little bit late. But it is a great musical if you want your kids to be involved with that. The Adams Family is also playing at Beef and Boards this week. Don't miss out on that. It can be a fun experience for your kids. Again, another late start time. But if you get to do it on the weekend, you can make it work, of course. And Tick, Tick, Boom is going to play at the Phoenix Theater. Now, this could be date night or family, of course. It's another musical, which... Got a lot more popularity with a Netflix movie that came out. But it is geared more towards the adult section. And of course, we got some date night options. Some comedians coming to town. We got Jennifer Fowler coming to the Buskirk Chumley Theater. Caitlin Cook at the Helium Comedy Club. And one of my favorite comedians, Ron Funches, is coming to Helium as well this weekend. Don't miss out on those if you love comedy, especially Ron Funches. And of course, there's a big event at the State Fair, Coats for Kids distribution at the State Fair. It's a great event. You, If you're struggling with the cost for kids, coats, they can be insanely expensive. I know that it's a great way if you can't find a coat that fits them or the, just the right coat, go there and it's a great program 
to help keep our kids warm during the winter months and the fall months. Of course, there is college football this weekend. This weekend, Ball State is playing at home. Indiana's at home, and Purdue are all at home. If you love to go see a college game, it can be fun to go to see all of these. And, of course, we got preseason action for both the Indy Fuel and the Indiana Pacers on Friday. So don't miss out on these sporting events soon. We will have real action in those sports along with football. Great time to be a sports fan in Indiana. And that's all we got for you this week. Thank you, Daddy O's, for listening to this week's Indie Dads podcast. If you want to join the conversation or you would like to be part of the podcast one day, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Communicate with us. Let us know if you want to be interviewed or if you have a place that should be reviewed or an event coming up. We would love to talk to you and have you be a part of the Indie Dads podcast. We'll see you next week. And of course, keep on dadding.